and a very warm welcome to each one of you. Welcome to the show. This is episode three of the conversation with Sky Women. It's conversations with women who have fallen victim to various kinds of online scams. And in some instances, some of these ladies have lost millions. If you think that you are immune to being scanned, you may want to listen to some of these stories. Don't go away. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Brigitte Limbanda. Sky Woman is a nonprofit organization formed by Louise Haynes, who researched various forms of scams over the last three years. And one of its key focuses is education and empowerment. She discovered that the victims are selected by scammers very professionally. And usually these women are single, they're middle-aged, and they very often are business owners. The scam artists are professionals with a very thorough selection process. They've got access to spyware, they disguise the accent, they use fake profiles, and they steal the identities of others. Most importantly is they come across as very sincere, genuine people, and they always have a high-profile profession. Our guest today is Karen McCulloch. Karen uh, studied psychology and she left to become an air hostess. She was an air hostess with, with SAA, South African Airways, for 24 years. She also studied management skills for hotels and after that she went to drama school and she became an actress. She also started her own drama school and had to leave that behind uh, with the rest of her life to free, flee the country to stay safe from her scammers. I'm going to let Karen tell you her story herself. And the, the, the reason why we're interviewing a variety of women and we're telling you what their background is so that you can understand that the scammers target various kinds of people and often, um, not always, but most of the times, these are educated women. So let me invite Karen onto the screen with us. Hello, Corin, and welcome to the show. Good afternoon, and thank you, Bridget, very much. It's a pleasure, and I'm very happy to have you here so that you can share your experience with our audience. So, Corin, do you want to start from the beginning and tell us how did this happen to you and what happened? Yes, sure, Bridget, I can tell you the story. It was first just a parcel, a small incident which grew into a large amount of money eventually. And 
It was just before my birthday, actually, two years ago on the 2nd of August. And this gentleman said to me, oh, it's your birthday. What are you doing? I said, no, I'm going out with friends. We're going to have a breakfast. And he said, well, you can't have your birthday without presents. That is how the whole thing started. And it landed up me putting in money in South Africa in a spa and a shop right checkers. Because spa only takes up to 4,000 rand. And he wanted an amount, well, the shipping company in Cape Town wanted an amount of 7,500 rand. So I did the two payments, had my receipts. The next thing I got another call, I was waiting on this wonderful parcel. He sent me pictures with shoes, jewelry, handbags. It was out of the world. I thought, good grief, what's happening to me? Then I got a message from the shipping company saying, but whoa, hang on. You can get arrested and you can go to jail. I said, what have I done? I said, this is a parcel from a friend from UK, James Rue. And they said to me, no, there's money involved in this parcel. And now there's insurance. You've got to pay up to 84,000 rand to get your parcel, to get this money. Then we won't say a word to anybody about this and you will have your parcel. I was in two minds about it. I thought they kept on phoning me and phoning me. It was a Cape Town number at this stage. I then phoned back and they'd say, hold on, Daniel's busy with deliveries, he's busy with this, he'll get back to you. Eventually, I paid the 84,000 rand because he told me there's a lump sum of money in this parcel. And until this very date, I never received the parcel. So that was my first blow. Then about... So, Corin, so that was the first time that you sent this huge sum of money. Um, that's correct, and yeah. Okay, so were there not any alarm bells within you that went that went off, or did you ignore those feelings? And why did you ignore those feelings? I'll be very honest with you, Bridget. I had this funny feeling. I said, this can't be. And my brother actually spoke to me. He's also a single man in South Africa, and he comes over to my home a lot. He said to me, Karen, this is impossible. But then they sent me an email with documentation for... For the parcel thing with the money attached to it, and there was apparently over 900,000 USA dollars and things in this parcel. And I just thought to myself, you know what? This looks real. I never had this slip printed to actually check it out, but there were signatures, and it was all from Royal Mail in UK. So I thought Royal Mail. I checked Royal Mail out, and it was brilliant. I thought, this is it. I said to my brother, now, I've got the funds because I was planning a trip to UK to visit my daughter, which is very ill in Ireland. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to use a bit of this holiday money and see if it works. I then sent the money, but it's VI MoneyGram. They're very clever to use MoneyGram. They don't like a bank detail. So I sent this money. I've got all those slips at home. The thing is just I didn't bring everything with me. I'm waiting for someone to scan and email it to me because I kept everything in one little folder. And I did it. I paid that money and the parcel just never arrived. The next thing, James Rue was away offline and I didn't hear from him for quite some time. And funny enough, I heard from him about four weeks ago and I just blocked him. I don't want to go back to that T-shirt again because it was a very bad experience. Bad. But the next one is even worse. If it was not for Sky Woman Louise Ains. 
So she, you, you found a support um, in the form of Sky Women. Um, yes, I did. How much money did you lose in total? In total, I lost 127,000 in a question of three weeks. And what was it about the scammers that made you continue to send them money? What what was it that, that kept you hooked to sending Bridget, them money? I'll be very honest with you. This man was so flattering. He would phone me, and it, I tell you, it will sound like it's heaven on earth. You know what, Karen, you'll never battle. You know what, Karen, you'll have a good life. Then he had a daughter, which I think was a fake daughter today. I'm, I wasn't sure at that stage. He sent me photographs of her. She contacted me and spoke to me via phone. And I just thought, look, this is all so real. And we were planning this big wedding and we're going to Australia and then we're going over to UK. It was just a beautiful painted picture that, you know, you you feel this is, can this be real? But you believe it's real. The way they convince you it's real. Okay, so just to provide a little bit of background, what were the circumstances in your life at the time that you were scanned that made you susceptible to the situation? What made me go for it is I was engaged for 12 years to a very fine gentleman after my divorce of 23 years, and he passed on with cancer. And I was very lonely at this stage. I worked a lot in my drama school. I worked a lot as an extra. I worked a lot as an actress. I did some productions for um, Denmark. I did some productions for um, UK as well. At this stage, we did a, a movie called where I acted as an extra, Surfer and White for Dimitri, which is in South Africa. And then I helped with drama classes on Saturday, somebody, we were starting our own drama school. But the scamming became so much in my life because it looked so real. Everything looked so good. It looked to me like this is just a life I cannot put aside. I want it. I want to be loved. I want to be admired. And they they come across, they, you, they ask you, they video call you. And then, I'll be very honest, I sadly met a scammer. Sadly, I met a guy that actually sits behind a laptop and scams people. And he was in South Africa. My brother's got his own panel beating shop and he brought his car there to be repaired. And I said to him, Houston, tell me something. Who is this? He said to me, no, man, that's one of my friends. They're going to scam you. I'm going to tell them to leave you alone. But they never did. So this guy admitted openly to me what he does. He had three phones with him. They all change his voice. He can talk as a man. And when I talk to him, it sounds like a woman. Then I can talk to him and it sounds like a child. So this was all very confusing for me. And I did not believe it at that stage. I thought you're talking nonsense. But he is still doing it and he's still running around scamming everybody. Although he helped me on a few occasions pushing scammers away from me. But the second one was the big one that caught me for a lot of money, nearly 600,000 rands. That was the point where I just thought this is it. It cannot continue like that. And I had to let it go. I had to let it ride. 
but I lost a lot of money. I'm down. I'm out. I'm not a beggar, I'd say. I was homeless. I got a, a home in UK. I'm now living here. I'm starting my life right. But my advice to the women out there is please do not fall for Facebook media because there is only but scammers on there. So that was going to be my next question to you is, is you know, what is your advice to, to women out there who may be in a vulnerable position? Um, you know, what do you want to say to them? And if you look back now at, at the, the process of getting scammed and where you are now in your recovery um, journey, what were the warning signs that you ignored? The warning signs were to me like, um, for instance, I'll give you a good example here. The warning signs was the number changed from the scammer, which, I mean, I don't change my number daily. Okay, I have now on three occasions due to the fact that I was scammed previously, Brigitte, but, you know, life goes on and I had to face it, but then also he moved, he went to Australia to do, he said he had this big building company, first he told me he was a contractor, so now the result is, you know, they lie, you can pick it up very quickly, ask them various questions, he sent me pictures of his home in Aberdeen, which is not far from where I'm currently relocated to, and there's no such an address, I've actually gone on a ferry to go and check to see if there's such an address. There is no such a person or an address like that. So I was just blatantly scammed by this man. And when I put it on Facebook, because I immediately approached Louise Haynes, she put a photograph on him. He was off my Facebook page, off Messenger, and he blocked me. Which, okay, it couldn't have happened sooner and better, but women must be, because you're vulnerable, you want to love, you need someone to love, you just want that companionship. It's not about anything else. You want to hear yeah, you're looking beautiful. Go out with somebody and for a dinner or something. They can also tell you you're beautiful and you were something. But these the social media people. There's even dating sites that do scam. I mean, I had, for instance, one, but I caught him out very quickly. His name was Barry Galigo, and he was a scammer. When he asked me to put 40,000 rand in his bank account because we're going to buy a house in Canada, I immediately thought, he has another one. No, Karen, this is not for you. I immediately approached Louise Haynes and I said to her, listen this, and she looked at the profile. She came back to me. She said, Karen, this man's going to scam you. I blocked him. I said, you know what? Get somebody else to do your dirty work. So what I suggest to these women is, Contact Louise Haynes. She is there to help. If you meet somebody on social media, send her the picture, the link of the profile. She can immediately assist you and help you and tell you whether it's a scam or not. It's pathetic how the things happen in your life and it, it takes a lot away from you. I'm still, until this day, a broken woman. I lost my children in due fact because of this they back in my life Corin, if there's anyone watching the show at the moment and they suspect that they are uh being scammed 
what do you want to say to them? What should they do right now? I suggest what you do right now is contact Louise Haynes or in fact con contact Bridget or Jillian because really guys, these guys are taking you for your money. They're taking your valuable loving time because I'm sure you are a loving person if you're out there. Don't fall for their dirty, filthy. They're nothing merely but men that are not even a European man. They could be a black man behind a computer trying to make a quick buck. And these people are living like kings. I saw it with my own eyes because I physically met a scammer. Another question I have for you, Karen, is what would you want to say now to your family and to the families out there who didn't believe what happened to you? I just want to say, watch out. Be careful and please, my children, must forgive me. I've got the most gorgeous daughter in this world. The most two beautiful great children. And they're my life now. And I will not concentrate on anybody else but them. They are fantastic people. My daughter is the most brilliant woman in this world. My two grandchildren are loving. They're well-mannered. They respect me besides what happened, and I neglected them at a stage. They've been there for me now with open arms. Guys, don't throw your families away. I know this is difficult for you, um, and I want to thank you for sharing your, your story. And for people out there who, you know, the first the first thing people usually would say um, to someone in your position who got scammed is, how could you be so stupid? That's what they said to me. My daughter said to me, literally, mommy, you're being stupid. I said, Janine, I can't. This is love. It's this person how can the person meet anything to you if you haven't met him now let's think realistic if you have not met that person how on earth can you say that he's a good person you cannot say that's a good person meet the person persist and insist that you meet the person physically before and don't believe in video recordings people Believe me, I was involved with one scammer that did video recordings to the best. There was guns in the background. There was an army in the background. It's lies. And a friend of mine was presently in my lounge and said to me, but Karen, you are an actress and look at the background. Are you stupid or something? I made believe this is real. Guys, it's not real. Even on a video call. An email, then they come, they want your email. They purely want your email to hack your account. My account was hacked. I lost a lot of other monies. Then I was mugged. Then I was robbed. And I know for a fact the scammers had a lot to do with this because I point blank refused any further money. I refused to give my life further to people that is scammers. People are sitting behind laptops, internet cafes, and they're scamming these. And you are beautiful women. We're all beautiful women. We're God's creations. 
So don't let a man do this to you. Approach Guy Louise. She's a wonderful woman, Louise Haynes. She is there to help you 24-7. That lady is there. She's a brilliant person. I'm actually going to do some work for her in UK from here to South Africa and get her the sponsorships and things she needs for her company. She is out to help education. She is out to help us. She's there if you need psychological support. She's there if you need anyone to talk to. Louise is on air 24-7, guys. Please approach her as Bridget is. Very good person. Let's get together and kill this thing. It's a virus growing in us. Let's let it go. Leave it, guys. That's what I can tell you. And from my side, all I want to do now is concentrate on the younger generation for this not to happen to them. I know that they're also scamming young kids out there, which is vulnerable children that does not get enough attention from families. I am here. If you want to contact me on Facebook and you need a mom, I will sure be your mom. Karen, do you feel that social media platforms such as Facebook on which this happened, do you think that they should carry some form of responsibility? I definitely do think so, um, Bridget, because at this stage I feel they're not checking a person's profile properly. They are not looking at your date of birth properly. They are, you know, there's a lot of things. I mean, Facebook's ask you for your email and your telephone number. I've locked mine. Because currently you can personalize your account. Do that, then rather have an open account for the whole world to see you. Only my friends now can see what I'm doing, what I'm doing with my life. And I can only talk to them and they can only talk to me. But there is Facebook needs to take more responsibility. So Instagram as well. I find Instagram is another site where you can get scammed and you're vulnerable to people. So... What I suggest is Facebook should come forward and come up with a new thing or a new device or a program to run a closer look into people, study people. I mean, you go into Facebook, it takes you two minutes to go onto Facebook. Whereas I'm on, I was on a thing not so long ago called Lumen, which is not a bad site for women my age. It's a very secure site and i feel that will help because you immediately got contact and if you've got a problem lumen steps in in five minutes and they help but i suggest facebook takes more responsibility in how they do their programming and talk to people in general give them some facebook is a scamming page i'm not ashamed to say and i'm not scared of facebook i got two weeks ago i won over 500 million USA dollars from Facebook. I laughed my head off. I said, you know what? This is another scam. I actually was very rude to the person. had no profile, but it had me on Messenger saying, the lady contacted me that I actually know very well from South Africa, Terry Dix. She said to me, Karen, I received my price and your name was on it. And I saw your winnings. And I thought to myself, what nonsense is going on here? It's not like that. Facebook does not let you win money. Believe me, 
out there. Don't fall for those tricks because the moment you fall for it, they're going to turn around and tell you, if you want this money, now you've got to pay a delivery. And that's how it's going to start and carry on and on and on. Don't do it. Facebook gives nothing away for free. Karen, my last question to you. Um, did you contact the police? Were they of any help to you? Um, and if anyone is has been scammed, should they contact the police? You know, Bridget, at this stage, I'll be honest with you. Maybe in the country I am in now, they will assist you. But in South Africa, no. South Africa is one of these push-aside countries that you do not get help with anything. I had, for instance, the second scammer that took me for 684,000 rand. He was sending me a safe. And his name is Freeman Spierenberg. He was a, a colonel in the Netherlands army. Now, these guys arrived at my home. And I've got a little camera in my home and I could see who's at my gate. Because I was waiting for this parcel to arrive. And then he was going to arrive by plane, which is from the United Nations. I even got emails from United Nations telling me I must pay to release this guy from Syria. Camp, which doesn't even exist anymore. But anyway, I called the police because these guys were in front of my house. I phoned Bedford View Police Station. I said, excuse me, I've got four black guys in the front in a car and they want me to pay 80,000 rand for this safe. Now, I knew the story already with this safe that it was blown over money was blown over money. The moment you open the safe, the first two notes on the top is real and the bottom is fake. I Somebody said that to me. So I was very wary. When I contacted the police, they turned around and said to me, have they entered your home? Have they touched you? I said, no. They said, well, we can't do anything to assist you until they've touched you. What? Must a woman be killed, strangled, and then they come out? How do you call the police if you're dead? How do you call them? Or you armed? I mean, it's pathetic. Karen, thank you for sharing your story. And if you're out there watching and you've got any questions for Karen, please post them in the chat. Um, she will get back to that um, after the show. Karen, thank you for sharing your story. And thank you to everyone watching today. And uh, please can we ask you to share the broadcast so we can create awareness of women who get scammed online and just to share the stories showing that no one is immune to getting scammed. Karen, thank you again. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Goodbye thank for you. now, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>